Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to another edition of Free Men and a Little Virus. Yes, this is week number 10 and we're calling it Masks. You'll find out why during the show. Uh, so in this week's show we've got uh, AMJ, he's actually on his way to his parents' house so he's uh, walking and huffing and puffing through half the show because he's so out of shape. Um, update on Baby Jurassic Park. The possibility of maybe doing Paul's film reviews each week. Mm, let us know what you think of that one. Uh, news on a local band that have changed their name. Uh, we chat about the White Cliffs experience. Oh, how we miss those days. Uh, the two-foot-long phone charger that was found in a man's body. But how did it get there? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, seagulls, they're back attacking people like normal. Washing fruit and veg in a weird way. The vampire slaying kit. See? Buffy's toolkit. Available for sale. Anyway, we'll let you have a sit back and enjoy another episode of Free Man and Little Virus with me, Mark Ridland, Mr. AMJ for half the show, and Paul Tingy as well. Enjoy. Stupid reality getting in the way of the podcast. Yeah. So what time have you actually got to be in work then? I'm just on my way to parents to sort something out, and then I'm in work. How long is it going to take you to get to your parents? Can you you squeeze in half a show? Well, Well, I'm walking from Dover Priory to Queen's Avenue now. So let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's continue with the, the fun and games. So, yay! Woohoo! Another, another week of uh, the virus. Yeah, it's, it's relentless, isn't it, the virus? I'll give it that. It's, uh, it's put the time and effort in. Yeah, yeah. Although uh, the big news this week, of course, is um, Boris Johnson's team have now announced that from the 24th, you have to wear face coverings in shops. Yeah, yeah it, it's almost like it. Like the analogy I like is, well, imagine if you're on a cruise and someone falls off the ship and they drown, and four months later they go, "Let's put out a life boy." <laughs> yeah, a life boy. <laughs> a life boy. A li- it. It just. We're all going to have to do it because I want it gone. But you know, when you're just like, if you would have just done this a lot sooner, or just listened, Boris. Maybe yes. just listened or, or had a better advisor, one who wasn't pure evil. It, it would be fine. <laughs> or, or read your emails. Or read your yeah. emails, yeah. And not yeah. checked them four months later. Yeah, I mean, um, in the, been having to wear masks on buses and things like that for a while. I mean, it's taken ages to, to actually decide that you need to wear mask well face coverings so it could be uh, a bandana or a scarf wrapped around your face it doesn't actually have to be a, a specific mask pair of pants yeah whatever <laughs> whatever well, you want the superhero industry <laughs> it has and it's uh, it's going to be opening up to um going back to the old wild west isn't it everyone it walking indeed. into shops with bandanas it's gonna it's gonna uh, completely ruin the security of the place well, it's gonna. Yeah, it's who, not, no who, one's who won out of this at all. No, apart from. Oh, the... I think they have. Who? Oh. Face mask wearers. Uh, yeah, and, good and manufacturers. Yeah, making a fortune. That and selling sanitizer on the side. 
Yeah. Mate, that, that's the industry we should have gone in. None of this nonsense. Yeah. Uh, maybe if, like, we would have sold that at Baby Jurassic Park, we would have still been going there. I know. Yeah. Oh, I, I miss Baby Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. If only we would have got those incubators, though. Yeah. And if only we remembered to buy food. Yeah, I mean, it's simple stuff when starting a zoo. No one tells you that, do they? Feed the animals. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> they, we listened to Dr. Doolittle and we talked to the animals and we walked with the animals, but at no point does he say to feed the animals. Well, and I'll be honest, Paul, not once did they speak back to me. No, apart from that time when we had a bit too much to drink, then they was all talking back to us. I remember it well. We shouldn't have gone with uh, Eddie Murphy's Dr. Doolittle. I think I think yeah. that was the big problem there. Yeah, I think oh. so. And especially the character he played in Doctor Doolittle too. That that was too far when he talked to the bear. I don't, I think it went too far when the guinea pig started talking. Well, that was about ten minutes in in the first one. Actually, yeah, the I think it went cute. too far when the script was written. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from that, I love the film. Yeah. Are you still doing that film review show? <laughs> I, I've always wanted to do one. I've never done one. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. I can't. Just on we really should... irrelevant films. Yeah, we should have a, a section of the show all about uh, your uh, film reviews. My film Let's reviews? I'll, I'll happily do it. Yeah. There I'll, you go. Uh, uh, make a jingle up and, uh, and it... do it next week. We'll start next week. Think of, uh, yeah, think of a film. doesn't have to be a new one. could be an older one. hope it works yeah. better than The Agony Uncle. Because that yeah. was a right success, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so oh, we'll try oh. it. Can we pick a film for you? To watch? Yeah, pick a film for... As long as it's on uh, a DVD that I already own or on a streaming service that isn't Disney Plus. A DVD you already own. So so what DVD do you own? Is it just Doctor Doolittle and Doctor Doolittle 2? (laughs) No, I only own Doctor Doolittle 3. Yeah, that's that's the worst one. That's not even got Eddie Murphy in it. I think that's what makes it good. Is that what? <laughs> I don't know why we're taking well, this stance against Ed Murphy. Murphy. I don't know. He's not, not doing anything Albert wrong. Fan. Is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, I can understand why you uh, went on Mel B's side. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of Mel B, have you uh, have you seen local <laughs> local punk Seatless. band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking of Mel B, <laughs> local punk band Melisandre's Beaver have shortened <sighs> their name to Mel's B. That's clever. Yeah. Because no one could spell Melisandre. So I've always wondered what it says. That that like every time I've tried to read it, I've never pronounced it correctly. Uh, well they came on when they first started up, they actually came onto the Rock Out for full live. And uh, they they were yeah, completely bonkers then and they still are. And they're a good uh, yeah. good punky band. If you like if you like your punk music and you uh, you know a bit of tongue in cheek, then definitely check out Mel's B. They're a local Dover band. They love pizza as well. They do. What about people who live away from Dover? Is it still local then? Well, it's on the internet. You can listen to their music on the internet, so it's local everywhere. I do love the idea of just having their CD in the local library. and So it is actually a local band. Nothing out of care. I bet they used to, though. I bet there's some band going, we've done it, lads. We've got our CD in a Dover Discovery Centre. (laughs) <laughs> it would have been better when it was the Whitecliffs experience oh that was a great time for all 
that was awesome. I loved the White Cliffs experience. I went there many times. I loved it. I, I loved the bit which took you back to World War Two. Yeah. Or the yeah, High Street, as it was known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, that's a really great attraction. I love the way we're plugging it now it's been gone 20 years. I think this was the problem. Well, you don't know what you got to it's gone, in the word of Janet Jackson. I think it shut like in the early noughties because Carlin wanted to buy it as a gig venue at one point. Yeah, yeah 1999. Yeah. There we go. Ah. Uh, see, the it was known as the White Elephant because it took too much to run and didn't make any money, really. But actually, it was a big white seagull and a brownie <laughs> yeah. orange crab. Sid the seagull. And the crab is still around as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the crab recently. So, yeah. Oh, where did you see it? Oh, I can't tell you. It's in a secret location. Still in is Dover. in my shed? No. That's why I put it when I nicked it last night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it's weird doing this on a phone whilst walking. I've yeah. always done it on the phone while I was walking or laying on my bed. Mm. Oh, madam. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, dear. So, um, did you, AMJ, did you actually have any stuff to talk about or did you just completely forget that you was doing this and didn't think about wow. doing it at all? There was something I wanted to talk with you guys about yesterday, uh, last week even. I, yeah. uh, I, I went to get some new shirts. Now times are hard so i went to the cheapest retailer i know called primark and i bought the shirts i got to the till and it went from being the hustle and bustle of primark that we all know and love to pure silence and the woman at the till looked at me and i looked at her and i said why has it gone quiet she said well she didn't say adam because she didn't know my name you can tell i've already worked this out for a stand of it she said she said basically credit card she looked at me credit card and said adam I don't usually call people by their name, but for the sake of this bit, I will. So, Adam, once a year, to celebrate, well, not celebrate, to commemorate the death of our founder, we have a one-minute silence in the... I thought, fair enough. And then she said something that put the fear in me. Don't worry, I'll scan your items through during the one-minute silence. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Don't worry. I want to see you get your stuff quickly. So, during this one-minute silence, beep, beep. And then, about... I don't know. It felt like an hour in this one minute silence of getting the big heavy Primark bag, scrunching it so loudly <laughs> that everyone was then looking. And then I realized, going, hold on, this reflects bad on me. Like I said, oh, sorry, love. I don't care about your one minute silence. Get my stuff in the bag. <laughs> when all I was offered was pure, brilliant customer service. And her supervisor was looking at her in a way. But you know, when you've done something wrong in work and people just need to look at you. So uh, I left, and halfway down the escalator, the bottom of my bag fell down, causing it to rip. I tripped and got myself up again whilst they're flowing down, and I thought that was the spirit of Primark. Yeah. <laughs> getting so, you back. Uh, getting me back. And they didn't really want to help because I'd already ruined a, a minute silence of their God. It's a bit blasphemous, Paul, but very we'll true. We'll allow it. It's a podcast. We're, we're allowed blasphemy on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, God. Just this once. 
So, uh, what, what's been your most embarrassing moments in shops ever? Probably, for me, is when I was working in a shop, and as I bent down to lift up something heavy, my trousers ripped, and I thought, oh, I'll be able to hide that when I stand up. And then, as I then went down a bit further to get um, better purchase, my <laughs> underwear gave way as well. Oh, my... It was like a pendulum uh, from behind. <laughs> I I tell you what, though, I've had that happen to me. But halfway through family fun time with Freddie the Fox, meet me cat split yeah. open. Then the pants went, and my entertainment manager at the time just called me to one side and go, uh, "The front row can see your bollocks." So <laughs> I always remember that, and he said he was all right until we were doing this song we used to do rabbit by Chaz and dave rabbit, and like the rabbit, main part rabbit, of it rabbit, is rabbit. to kick exactly is to kick your legs really high and he said yeah. then was the point that he had to stop it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i've, had, I'm with you I've there, had, but... had that issue i had that issue but on a day that it was like laundry day so i was commando <laughs> oh. so yeah that was uh yeah just one layer of cloth splitting oh man that's yeah. enough <laughs> Laundry day is always a bad one, isn't it? Yeah. When you've got those pants that aren't your best pants, the ones that were a mistake or Christmas pants, yeah. or the silk ones I once bought, they always lay at the bottom of the drawer and I go, I don't care how desperate I am, I'm never wearing them again. I've never... Have you ever oh, worn no, silk pants? I yeah, have. I have. Yeah. They're not great. I've just seen two women look at me so oddly on that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> this this is why I don't do them outside, isn't it, podcast? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, uh, uh, does. Uh, does the Running Man podcast with Paul uh, Tomkinson. That's good. Yeah. We should stop plugging other people's podcasts on our show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, ours <laughs> is the best. Don't worry about anyone else's. Yeah, it'll be fine. Don't worry. This is the one to listen to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, we had um, people that were loving Dave the Elephant last week. Oh, good. Ah, good. Result? Yeah, and uh, was his friend going to be joining us this week? Um, was. Um, unfortunately, she's got her head stuck um, on, a, on a bridge. <laughs> she's a giraffe. So no. I don't think she'll be able to make it this week. But she, she right? hopes to be here next week. She's she's all right, but her throat's a bit sore, so she don't think she'll be able to talk very well. Oh, oh no, you need that on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're not doing video this week. No. <laughs> I hope not, because this has been the weirdest mo- day of my life. So how far um, away from your parents' house are you now? Seven minutes, if that. Seven. Oh, man, I've also got a move this week as well. I realise I haven't went up this week by the end of the month. But oh, why, why is someone ringing me? Ah, who is uh, that? Who's ringing AMJ? It's probably Trevor Feelgood. <laughs> it probably is Trevor Feelgood. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. <laughs> oh, uh, AMJ, are you doing a podcast? Are you mentioning me? I hope you are. The level of excitement he got the other day of me redoing, uh, going back out and gigging again no. was more than anyone I think has ever had in their life. <laughs> like honestly, and it was a nice moment to think, wow. Nice. Yeah, I just ticket. noticed you got some really good Dover sound effects there with the seagulls in the background. Pardon? Hey, that was the state of the art computer system that you're using. 
Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. Um, every week, I, I always clip out some weird little bits from the show, so such as things like this. Sam calls in the SAS. Shoot this little ginger. Yeah, the other one. Um, I forgot. <laughs> this is probably the greatest podcast that has ever been released ever. There you Don't go. Keep it to yourself. That's a good one. Um, oh, I'm two foot tall, and I go. Huff, 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 huff. I'm going to say. That's always a good one. <laughs> I like getting these little clips out of the out of the shows each week. Um, I'm sure I've got some other ones on here as well. Where are we now? Um, oh. Next week, I think um, Dave and Geraldine will be be here next week. Oh, oh, that'll be fun. Ooh. Although I may not be able to make it. I may not be able to make it. <sighs> it's always oh. troubles for you, causing us trouble. But I'll be able to get Dave and Geraldine in to replace me, though. Well, you know, are they as funny? Probably uh, they're probably so. funny. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, they are. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. But if you want naughty videos, uh, it's Skeggy. How's that one? Um... <laughs> Ooh, he's got a cheesy willy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he's got a cheesy willy. That's one of the best ones that I've I love um... the phrase, if you want naughty videos, go to Skeggy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was classy. But if you want naughty videos, uh, go to Yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul, have you got anything uh, interesting to bring up? Uh, yes. Yeah, so when you was calling me at two p.m., I quickly got um, and looked at some weird news. But do you, do you, so my my dad. Um, is known for being a bit of a farter. Both of you know my dad. Yes. Um, he doesn't matter where it is, and he farts. It's a good job he's not in Austria at the moment. Why? Oh, yeah. a, man, a man in Vienna has been fined almost £500 for farting provocatively in front of police officers. What? Uh, he's been punished for offending public decency. Hang on Obviously, a minute, hang on a minute. Didn't, didn't you talk about this in a previous one? You've done no, this before. This, you have done this, this before. Yes, but that I've done it before, but now is he's bringing to court. Uh, yeah, two weeks ago. You, uh, <laughs> now you now you've realised you've done it before. No, <laughs> the court case has happened, so I'm going to tell you about what happened in the court case. Oh, go on. So it happened on June the 5th, which was more than two weeks ago, but I reported on it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But um, the officers have argued that the offender was uncooperative in behaving provocatively with officers leading up to the incident. And um, so, of course, we've we've got to rely on journalism here about what actually happened in the court and uh, translations. But apparently there had been a man who was sitting on a park bench before getting up, looking at them and letting go a massive intestinal wind, apparently with full intent. And of course, no one is reported for accidentally letting one go, they added. The man can appeal the 500 euro fine. 500 euros? Yeah. 500 euros is a lot of money. It is. So I'm glad to bring an update onto uh, that fantastic one. Yeah, there Um, you go. And there was a man who had a two foot phone charger. A two foot what? Two foot phone charger. Oh. Removed. From his body. Now, what part of his body was it removed from? Oh, hello. Who's, who's going weird? 
I am, Jay. Is that you? I think I'm all right. I'm about a minute away. Ooh. It might be me. I almost dropped my phone. Oh, You're going to have to get your parents involved in the show. Oh, yeah. God, no one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. No, no, it's fine. So where did he find <laughs> the two-foot phone charger? Where did in they his find belly it? button. Not in his belly button. In his ear. Not in, in his, his ear. Not his rear either. <laughs> Is that up his nose? <laughs> no. It was in his bladder. Oh, mate. How? They're unclear, but they're not sure if he swallowed it or inserted it for sexual gratification. Bladder. That's the mental. The thing is, surely you want to put a phone up there, like if you're going to do it for sexual verification. I think like, it means up, up the willy, AMJ. Well, yeah, you don't want to put a charger up there either, to be honest. That, I've learned yeah. that the hard way. This, this man has. Uh, um, I learnt through a medical procedure, and that hurt enough. Um, but this this chap um, has a history of accidental ingestion. They once found headphones in front inside him as well. Oh, okay. Maybe he just wants the full setup there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's got a tapeworm he wants to entertain. Yeah. <laughs> and on that, note, gentlemen, I've got a bounce. Oh, no. He's going to go and insert a uh, phone charger. I am. Yeah. Like, big love to you both. Yeah. And uh, when shall we carry this on? Well, you're going to have to come back next week. We're going to have to carry on without you. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. see you soon, guys. And uh, yeah, remember, don't put phones up your ass or the charges <laughs> up your willy. Yeah, stop your old chap. Yeah. <laughs> don't put up your old chap. Uh, right. Well, we shall uh, speak to you next week then, Mr. AMJ. Bye, right, Adam. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Big love, guys. Bye. bye. Be safe. Bye. He's gone. He's gone. Adam Morrison Jones has left. Aww. He has left the podcast. See, uh, and then there was two. Yes. Oh, it's God. just like being back at. Um... DCR. So he's saying that he's at his mums and dads. We all know he's gone to the tax haven of the island of Sheffy. Yeah, that's why you could hear seagulls in the background. Yeah. Mm. The island of Sheffy. They got big seagulls. They eat all the chips. They do. They eat all the chips. Yeah, special seagulls in the island of Sheffy. Just like the special people. Although my friend was walking through Dover last week and uh, he, he'd been to Rook's a very fine establishment in Dover and Dill. And um, as he was eating his cheeseburger puff, a seagull come and stole it out of his hands, and he still had about three quarters of it left. <laughs> See, these seagulls, what has been happening is because they've been missing everyone out uh, like with their chips because everyone was in lockdown and none of the chippies were open. They couldn't... <laughs> seagulls were missing it. And now, now yep. they're loving it. Everyone's out. They're they're taking full advantage and being a bit more aggressive, more so than normal. And have yeah. you noticed any uh, aggressive seagulls? Well, where I work, some seagulls have had babies by the entrance, um, or one of the entrances. So everyone's having to use one entrance at the moment because if you go to the other one, you get dive bombed. Oh dear! Well, we've had. Um... Oh, 
we have baby seagulls on the roof of our house every every year or most years we have baby seagulls yeah. uh, they they nest behind the uh, the chimney stack between our, our houses and uh, this year there was three babies and uh, and they've all left the uh, the nest now they've all flown off and yeah they they'll be the mum and dad will be back next year no doubt for more babies no doubt my friend Charmaine um she's she's got a pet seagull what so a few years ago she found a baby seagull and cared and nurtured for it and he he stays on her rooftop so she's got a rooftop garden and mm. um he comes back and last year he came back with a mate and had babies and That's... this year he came back again with a mate and had babies and now yeah. the babies are looking up to her like a grandma <laughs> But uh, if if you want to see amusing um, pictures, cartoons, illustrations of Jonathan and his wild adventures, check out Jonathan Seagull on Facebook. Um, she's she's taken to start drawing funny adventures. Might well have to have a look then. Why Jonathan? Though it's an interesting name for a seagull. Um, well, you know, it's just one of those things, isn't it? That's what yeah. happens. I mean, most people go along. Uh... Uh, the S names for a seagull, like Sid and Sally and yes. Stephen Seagull. Well, I suppose on the note of seagull stealing food, I have a, a food-related news story. Ooh. This one is all about a, a woman who washes her fruit and veg in a slightly unusual way. I honestly thought you just said fruit and veg then. I'm <laughs> glad you said fruit and veg. Fruit and veg, yes, vegetables. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she uh, instead of like just hand washing your uh, fruit and veg in the sink, she does something a bit more. Um, yeah, lots at once, all of it. She does loads all at once by using her dishwasher. Oh, yes, she loads yeah. up the whole dishwasher with all the fruit and veg, and uh, she uses white vinegar. Oh, white of, vinegar. Uh, yeah, instead of using um, the uh, the normal washing powder tablet things that you use for yeah, dishwashers. I'm quite glad about that, because I was worried that she was going to give herself chemical poisoning. No, no, see, she's quite good. But she did it, she put a video on TikTok. So if you want to follow her on TikTok, she's Smile Lop, as in L-O-P. Oh. Smile Lop. And good yeah. choice using uh, white vinegar, also known as spirit vinegar. Mm. Um, because a lot of manufacturers to make their food last a bit longer do actually put it through a bathing dip of uh, white vinegar. Mm. Okay, didn't well, know that. Not just white vinegar. Of course, water is also involved. Otherwise, the food will taste awful if it's just doused in vinegar. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, she puts in apples, kiwis, grapes, avocados, uh, raspberries, mm. tomatoes, blueberries, uh, pineapple, melon, and other things. And yeah, fills it up, fills up the whole thing to make it worthwhile because it's got to run a lot of water with a dishwasher, of course. Yes, of uh, course. Modern ones, like we've got a nice modern one, doesn't use much at all. Doesn't use yeah. much water at all. It, it, it kind of recycles and you know, does stuff that's good for the environment so it doesn't use up water and energy too much. But yeah, it's uh, it's really good. I like the way that she's done this. So I'm going to have to, uh, I might even try it myself. So, yeah. And let us know if you don't die next week. <laughs> yeah, if, if I'm still alive, I'll let you know. Excellent. <laughs> but, uh, just just don't put the time. tablet in by mistake. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that could be an interesting one. Just uh, be quite 
frothy. I mean, I reckon it kind of destroy quite a lot of the the uh, the fruit and veg, especially the softer skin stuff. Yeah, especially if you put on an intensive wash and not yeah. an eco wash. Yeah, because dishwashers can really blast it, really, really powerful. So that yeah. could be interesting. You can end up with soup or a smoothie <laughs> as its fruit. Yeah, yeah. Despite uh, the fact the most popular soup tomato being a fruit. That's, yeah. that's, that's not for here or now. <laughs> we could we could spend hours on this. It's yes. a fruit, it's a, a veg. Ooh. You're gonna argue it's about Superman. it. Superman. <laughs> no, it's not Superman. So anyway, how, how have you been this week, Paul? Um I have been alright. I have. It's not been it's been a bit of a strange week. Um but but it's been good. Strange week. Yes, it's been a strange week. One of those, but you've you've started work again now, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I was back to work last week, uh, just part time, a few hours a day, and, and yeah, it's it's been weird getting back into work, but at least it's getting some sort of normality, even if it's not a massive amount. I mean, I've got all of my staff, uh, well, I've got lots of messages from my staff saying, "Oh, glad you're back," so they've obviously missed me, and because. Uh, being the operations manager, I'm the one that they all come to, and I've not been there for them to come to, so they've had to go directly to the owners of the business. So they've missed me. <laughs> on, on Saturday, I gave myself a bit of a fright. I woke up with a sore throat. Ooh. Um, but uh, luckily, it was just just I just needed a glass of water. Ah. But uh, when, but I'm, I'm glad I didn't have a sore throat for the same reason a lady. Um, a Japanese lady had uh, this week. I don't know if you heard the news story. No, go on. So this this lady had a sore throat, and she went to the doctor saying, "I've got a sore throat. Can you can you help me, please?" Mm. There was a problem. She had a problem with her left tonsil. What do you think that problem was? Um, was it sore? It was sore, <laughs> but what was the sore throat? Um, what was know. the cause of soreness? Was it uh, a piece of food? Oh, it came from a piece of food. A piece of food did cause the soreness. Okay. I don't, um, I don't think your St. John's ambulance training would have um, helped with this one. Oh, okay. So it must be a bit mm. weird then. Yes. Uh, was it? Was it a pip or something stuck in it? Something was stuck in there, but it was not a pip. Oh, I don't know then. What was it? A live worm. What? Yes. So worm? She had, yes, she had been having some sushi and sashimi. So they believed the worm was uh, in the fish and got itself into her tonsil whilst eating the said fish. I think it was some weird tiny, tiny little worm then. was meant to be a weird tiny little worm but the reason it hurt so much because it grew oh. and it grew to four centimeters blimey in yeah a tonsil. in a tonsil no that's wonder why, it was why. Sore, yes yeah, in tokyo it was removed by in saint luke's international hospital which is in tokyo i'm, I'm glad we're recording this in the afternoon and not like at dinner time yeah indeed and especially as I've got fish for dinner tonight, um, <laughs> she apparently had been to a doctor before, and they had said, "Oh, don't worry about that. That's nothing. Just gargle with honey, 
and salt water three times a day. Yeah, ah. they're just feeding the worm. That's why it grew so big. Yep. Because worms like um, honey, or is that and they l- I have, And unlike slugs, they're not affected by salt. So if you yeah. if you got a slug in your tonsils, gargle pure salt. That'll get <laughs> rid of the bugger. And the only the only person I've ever known to have slugs near their tonsils was uh, was the lad in uh, Harry Potter. Oh. Do you remember that scene where he ate eat slugs? Hey, and uh, it went back on him, and he yeah, ended up ginger had, had slugs in his mouth. How about that? There you go. See, Harry Potter news. Harry Potter news. <laughs> Look at Harry Potter. Actually, is um, the Harry Potter studio tour reopened yet? Do you know? It has. It has with social distancing meanings involved as well. At least somebody claimed they'd been to Harry Potter World on my Facebook feed. Just having a look now, actually. Um, uh, no, it remains temporarily closed. We are oh. working to reopen the studio tour as soon as possible. So not I've quite open yet. Now, well, lots oh. of places are open. And yeah. uh, and like you say, with, with social distancing uh, measures in place, and even, even so much as um, the pub quizzes that i was hosting before lockdown the yeah. uh, the pubs are starting to look at rebooking but with entertainment you know with the with the pub quiz in the pub garden because you yeah. can have entertainment outside but you can't have entertainment inside unless it's bingo so, yeah that's what uh, yeah unless it's bingo yeah. yeah so but yeah they're looking at re restarting all the quizzes uh all over the uk but not quite yet lots of other things um yeah lots plenty of bands and that are being rebooked for like gigs that are going to be in pub gardens so oh, yes. yeah the at least there's some outside oh the who have they got Dover. they've got the scartronics yep. in ah yes they are good they are good they they appeared quite a lot on my old show on the radio when are you are you ever going to bring that show back? I'm hoping to. I'm hoping once all this silly business of COVID is is over and done with, I'll uh, I'll be able to bring it back. People people miss it. Yes, some people do. Some people yes. some people are probably glad it's no longer on, but some of them are upset. Are you uh, still heavily into all that kind of music then? Yes, yes, indeed I am, and my Spotify will um, attest for that as well. Yeah, there was that thing going around a little while back on Facebook where you could, uh, it was saying, like, go onto your Spotify, press this button, and it comes up with your um, top 10 most listened to tracks. And people were like, yeah, share it and see what weird stuff you, you listen to. I bet yours was all full of Scar. Um, I think only t- two in the top 10 were Scar because I have a very mm-hmm. eclectic mix. And I think that's why I enjoy doing Living the Dream so much because I got to listen to all sorts of music. Yeah, there is still the possibility that we could bring back Living the Dream because, uh, as I said, the local stations are looking for, for more new shows. And, yeah. you know, you, you never know. You never know. There is uh, a possibility. We did say a while back that Living the Dream might return at some point. So, yeah, never say never. Yeah. yeah, well, we was about to bring it back and then this all happened, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. all went to shoot. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was good there. I was good. Um, talking of shooting, actually, I've got uh, that ties in quite nicely with this other news story that I found, which uh, involves oh. a gun. 
Yes, Ooh. but a very old gun. So this is a, a mysterious vampire slaying kit that's gone up for auction. Oh, uh, I have this new story this as well. So I found this. It's really weird. I mean, it's a, a very old ornate box that's got a, a pistol knife. It's got a glass, a glass fire with um, they don't know what's in it. <laughs> it's some oh. kind of weird stuff. A bottle of shark's teeth as well. And it's all for um, getting rid of vampires. It's got a nice big cross in there, a picture of the resurrection of, of Jesus. It's the vampire slaying kit and a 19th century copy of the New Testament going under the, going under the hammer. Um, but the actual box itself with the, the whole vampire slaying kit, they reckon it's going to go for between 2000 and £3,000 pounds. Well, uh, I think we should make a joint. If we put all our money together, and if you've got the same yeah. amount of money as me, I reckon we could put a 4p bet on that. Yeah, yeah, if that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it also comes with pliers, rosary, a bottle of shark's teeth. Um, the What's this? It's a metal-bound box, uh, ivory-robed wolf carrying rosary beads, the blue file with uh, mysterious contents and the silver-bladed pocket knife. Yes, it's um, it, it's it's quite posh. I mean, it is something that that my wife would would love to have, but I can't afford that. I'd thought you was mm-hmm. worth millions. Yes, uh, worth millions. Don't have millions. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the insurance. So as soon as it's I die, right. I'll have loads of money. <laughs> But yeah, if you want to get hold of a uh, a nice vampire slaying kit, then go and get it from auction right now. Yes. Google it. Right you'll now. find it. Right now. Yes. Available. I want to know how much it actually goes for. Maybe we can have a uh, a catch-up on that next week, see how it goes. Yeah. And, and maybe we can do a catch-up to see whether or not that farting man gets his fine rescinded or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know. It's going to be an ongoing story throughout this whole series yeah <laughs> does the man get away with farting at a copper farting at a copper see this is the point where normally in living the dream we would play a song and go here you go have a listen to this yeah and it'd but... probably be a song about farting yeah <laughs> yes because we was uh, down with the kids yep down with the trumpets we played that a few times and that would go quite well with that one actually yeah indeed it would so on the on the note of uh, keeping safe and uh, from all this virus, do you have any kind of fancy face mask that you have to wear for work, or is it just like a bog standard one? Um, for work, um, or do you I, not even have to wear one at work? In the office, I don't have to wear one, but in Ooh. the factory where I've been spending a lot of time recently, um, I have to wear a face visor, which is Ooh. quite futuristic looking. If you're working on the lines, there's also a neck snood that you can wear, which which can actually cover your whole face because they're blinking massive. And um, yeah. you can put it up and put it over your nose as well as the visor. Um, however, mm-hmm. when you're trying to train people, I don't recommend having the snood over your mouth because you <laughs> And that's how you that cut cucumbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the problem. In um, it's like so. My wife Sarah is um, she's partially deaf, so she relies heavily on lip reading, and yes. you can't you can't read people's lips when they got a mask on. 
No, I'm partially deaf as well. Um, and I, I, until this all kicked off, I didn't realise how much I depend on looking at people's mouths to understand what they're saying. Uh, yeah, now it's chaos. Yes, and, and so because where I work is in a cold environment, so of course the masks occasionally steam up when you're talking, uh, which doesn't make it any easier at all. No. <laughs> uh, it's bad enough just having a normal face mask with glasses, let alone having the big face shield. Yes, I I have the um, I I purchased some at the weekend face masks because I heard that there's about to become mandatory in shops. So I thought I'd get some before the next mad panic happened on them. Price goes up astronomically as well. Yeah, I've got a couple of different ones, and then also got the uh, the snoods as well. Um, I've got big thick snoods for when it's really cold. I've got thin snoods for when it's hot and sunny. But um, so the the law is saying, as long as you've got face covering that covers your mouth and nose, uh, but yep. still allows you to breathe, then uh, then you're okay to go into a shop because it still reduces the uh, the spread of the virus, which is what we're all trying to do: stop the spread of this little virus, which is uh, yeah. you know, caused us to make this podcast. It has. So, if you don't like the podcast, blame the virus. Yep, it's all the virus's fault. So, have you got any other bits that you found this week, Paul? Uh, should we go for that one with uh, Loch Ness, which I mentioned earlier? Go on, then. We can, we can finish on Loch Ness, because, uh, well, last week we finished with an animal. Yeah. Uh, Dave the elephant, so uh, why not let's talk about another one that's, well... Uh, mystical creature maybe unfortunately it's not that amusing or anything really but we we can make it funny um maybe um so the Loch Ness Monster as you know is is a great mystical figure and um somebody took a photo recently and when they looked back at the photo it looked like Loch Ness had been found now so they've they've sold the picture to the newspapers and said oh it could be Nessie but my favourite quote out of it all um, so is when they say that so the person who took the photo going, it probably isn't the Loch Ness monster though. It's probably just a big fish. <laughs> so the Which, person who actually took the photo is saying that it could be false. Yes, that's, um, that's not the way to sell a photo. No, and it's a bit, when they 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 done a zoom in on the thing, and it does actually just look like a really big salmon. <laughs> really big salmon. How yeah. big is a really big salmon? Salmon are quite um, big anyway. Yeah, it's about the size of a Loch Ness monster's neck. That's how big it is. Ah, obviously. Yeah. The other piece of news I saw was about um, the most regretted names for children. Okay, like what? So, parents have been spoken to, and they've they've openly admitted that they regretted it should we do the, the top five boys and then top five girls go on then yeah let's go for it yeah i'm happy with that because our name isn't in the top five boys mm-hmm. you got oliver at fifth fourth mm-hmm. tobias third carter second jackson and first hunter yeah. who used to go out when... with Erika johnson yeah that's the lady. <laughs> I wouldn't name my kid any of those names because no. Oliver sounds too pompous. 
Four sounds like the Great Western Railway train from uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, of course. Yep. <laughs> Who isn't duck? Ooh, is that a dog in the background? Um, it is. It's the neighbour's dog. I, I'm uh, not even. It sounds a bit rough. It just sounds a bit rough. <laughs> sounds a bit like Geraldine. Right. That's why she can't join us tonight. Next week. Yes. So what? Um, uh, what are these top five most forgetted girls' names then? Um, Edith in fifth place. Fourth okay. is Amber. Although I do have a feeling that um, my oldest son would be trying to name, if we had a daughter, be trying to name it Amber because he's obsessed with Jurassic Park at the moment. And of course, we all know how <laughs> that started. Yes. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't <laughs> interested in Tiny Jurassic Park and he actually just asked for his oh. toy dinosaurs back. Third is Lila. What? Here's Lila. Oh, Lila. Yeah. I don't know. That was, that was quite a popular name maybe 20 years ago. Yes. And when the people had that song, Hey, Lila, heaven catch me when I fall. Um, I'm yeah. such a good singer. Yeah, well Second done. Second place is Arabella. Arabella. Yes, I know somebody, and their daughter is called Arabella. I might phone them up and ask them. Do you regret? Are you one of the thirty-two percent of people who regretted naming your daughter the way you did? Like from? Oh, it's from Harry Potter. Is it? I see. I'm not uh, a big Potter. I'm looking. I've, I've just had to Google. Uh, well, Arabella was Harry Potter's neighbour, the old lady. Oh. Uh, Mm, so possibly it might may have been named after a harry potter character yes right what's next on our list so the top of the list is aura or aurora (laughs) aurora yes isn't that cinderella's name Um, i I don't know but john fashion you used to say awooga to bring it back to gladiators (laughs) Aurora. That's also Harry Potter, actually. I'm sure you can uh, people out there can find out more about these weird names. Um, yes. Aurora Sinister, Professor. There you go. Was a witch. Was a witch. Ooh, in Harry Potter. In Harry Potter, oh. not a real witch. No, no, no. In in the in the Harry Potter films and books. So, but there we go. Um, so I think I think we shall uh, end on that note and. Come back next week with three of us again, or well, possibly five. Or, well, it depends if you're here. Depends if I'm here. Yeah, it depends if I'm at work yeah. or not. Yeah, yeah, because uh, should be should be me, AMJ, um, yeah. Dave the Elephant, and uh, Geraldine Giraffe, and then you if you're around. Yeah, me if I'm around. You should be around. Yeah, maybe you could do an AMJ and just come along for a little bit on your way to yeah. work. I could do. I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, so, then, so Dave enjoyed it last week, did he? Yeah, Dave really enjoyed having a little run around last week. Yeah. It's been a while since anyone's yeah. been listening to him, so it it'll make him really happy that people enjoyed Dave last week. Yeah, uh, well he had uh, quite a lot of the uh, the episode plus um so it was the episode was named in his honour with uh, the elephants in the room. Yes, the elephant, the elephant was in the room, oh, on the podcast anyway. In the podcast, yeah, he was on one of the rooms. So right, we'll come back next week then with either four or five of us. 
instead of just three. It could it could be two men, a giraffe, an elephant, and a little virus. This this could be interesting. Right, we'll see you next week then. Bye. Yes, see you next week. Bye, DJ Critters. Bye, Bye. AMJ. Bye, listener. The one. Listeners, there's many of them. Oh, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Please. You don't have to write anything. You just have to click the five stars and go, yes, they're awesome. Yay. Musical Insights.